Welcome to the Wardrobe Muse, helping you dress from the inside out. Feeling wardrobe challenged? Discover your style with me. I love working with women to identify their authentic self through clothing, to craft and maintain simple wardrobes that reflect who they truly are and that work for their lifestyles. To work together, visit me on the web at lastwardrobe.com. Visit lasswardrobe.com. Here's your host, Lisa. I am really excited to have this guest today whose name is Rebecca Ingalls. And I'm going to blabber on for quite some time about her uh, because I have like a bio that I'm excited to read to you. And then, of course, I am going to let her talk. So don't worry. You will not have to listen to me the whole time. So Rebecca Ingalls can be found um, on RebeccaIngalls.com and on Facebook. There's a reason I'm telling you all this. It'll all come to light in a moment. She has had a psychotherapy practice in Salem since 2002. Uh, she's a Swampscott resident, and that is sort of her core kind of business. But now hang on, because here comes the good stuff. She and her um, spouse own a restaurant in Andover called Palmer's Restaurant and Tavern. So now she's a psychotherapist, but she's a foodie. Are you getting it? Why I'm like excited about her? Um, she also owns, and this is where I come in, Palmer Pond Botanicals, which is located on Canal Street in Salem. She opened that as an herbalist in 2012. And you can find information about her work as an herbalist on palmerpond.com. She has a Facebook and an Instagram presence for that business as well. Okay, and then here's the like bonus, bonus, bonus. There is a beautiful farm in Peabody and it's called New Hall Fields Community Farm. And my guest, Rebecca, is the assistant director of the kind of, well, she'll tell you more about this, but of the um, herb garden there. And she's the head herbalist there. So why does all of this matter to me and to my listeners? I'll tell you why. With her unique ability to bring her psychotherapy practice and all that experience and her practicing herbalism at Palmer Pond gives us this opportunity to be in a beautiful space there on Canal Street and to talk about body positivity, self-esteem around women's bodies, and we're going to be doing a series of workshops. We're going to do them once a month, and they're going to be called adorning the body positive. Now, listeners, if you remember my previous episodes with some wonderful guests, I'm just going to direct you to episode three, which was like a July 8th episode. And we had a woman here from the Healing Center of Beverly Catherine. We talked about a workshop that she and I had done and hope to continue to do called Know Your Worth. And then later in episode six, which is, was around November, uh, we had brought Lisa Nichols on from 12 Oak Growth and Renewal. And we talked about the goddess work that we had done together. And the workshop was um, like, discover your goddess, find your inner style. So I've done with other practitioners on the North Shore some of this body of work and I'm so excited now to have an opportunity to do it with an herbalist. And we're going to incorporate how plants and the healing power of those plants can help you 
reframe what you think of yourself and your body and be healthy. And then I'll come in with how do you adorn that body positive. So without further ado, let me have Rebecca introduce herself and talk a little bit about what she does, who she is, and why we're excited to work together. Welcome, Rebecca. Hey, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for that beautiful introduction and so excited to be here with you today. Um, I'm so excited that you reached out to me with this great idea, something that I too have thought about. And it was such a random way that I reached out to her, but we have a mutual friend who I need a shout out here. Yes, definitely. Jackie Richard from Richard Insurance and from Riveting Broads Podcast. And Jackie works a lot with Rebecca at the farm. And, you know, that's a whole other episode. But uh, because I knew that she knew Jackie and I know Jackie, it gave me a little bit of courage to completely like cold reach out to her and ask her for a coffee meeting tea it ended up being tea herbal tea herbal tea (laughs) and then this this energy between us just started to unfold organically and we got excited about the notion of doing this adorning the body positive work yeah it's not really a workshop I'd say it's more like a gathering of women in a safe space so that we can unpack this really deep issue and Mm. talk about it with the assistance of our plant and herb components. Yeah, yeah, I love the idea. As soon as I got your email, I was interested in, you know, your Mm. approach and because it definitely tapped into things that I've worked on in my therapy practice, certainly, you know, for for both men and women, you know, our regard for ourselves and how to take care of ourselves and what our beliefs are about ourselves and ourselves in relation to others and in relation to the world and you know, having gone through many many years and many as a woman in this culture, certainly have had my own challenges there, um, but being connected with my herbalism, feeling like I'm more connected to the plants and the trees and feeling more and more like a creature of nature that I am, that we all are. You know, we all, we humans are creatures of nature. So moving in a way through the world where we feel good and comfortable and most of all, where we can have fun. And I think that is the great vibe that you and I have together. We have been having fun. We um, know how. <laughs> Rebecca invited me on a forest walk or forest bathing mm-hmm. uh, in a little plot in Swampscott close to the high school. What's it called again? Jackson Park. Jackson mm-hmm. Park. So we, we went up there, I think it was the day after Christmas holiday. We actually had the good fortune of having a very dear friend from uh, Rebecca's past come out and photograph us in this beautiful forest space um, and it was very meditative just to be up there and we wanted mm. some great promo photos but we wanted to really capture what we're going to try to do in this workshop which is create freedom around your body mm-hmm. what you think about it how you move in it how you engage in nature um, because dressing and wardrobing and closet and style None of that can happen if you don't have a really healthy rapport with self and a really great um, ability to look at your body and say, this is a blessing. This is a healthy tool. This is how I can show up every day in the world and do my great work. And then adorning that becomes 
much easier. And fun. And I much got, more fun. I got to adorn myself with a big flowing cape that Lisa brought for me <laughs> with a hood. And it was, uh, it was, it was fun. Yeah, it we, was fun. We had I a felt, lot of fun. Yeah. And being in the pine forest, I mean, you mentioned the forest bathing and I'm a big proponent of that, um, being out, even if a walk along the, you know, here we're on the North shore of Massachusetts. So a walk along the ocean um, is so beneficial, but also if you can just take a walk into the woods, especially a pine, we were in a pine forest and those pine trees um, give off these beautiful pinean aerosols into the into the atmosphere, into the air, and they cross the blood-brain barrier and change. They actually will change your body chemistry, and you can feel it when you walk into the forest. A calming down. It's very um, very beneficial, and it's free, and you free. don't need a doctor's prescription pad. <laughs> um, I think. For me, one of the great things is, and my listeners might not all be from this area, but um, mm -hmm. wherever you're listening from, whether it's urban or non-urban, the, the great thing is to find those free spots within your community where there's either a botanical garden or an open space for walking. I mean, dare I say it, even sometimes cemeteries can be beautiful. Um, you know, there's Certainly. lots of trees. And so there's there's ways to get out of nature. We're lucky because we live about 26 miles north of Boston, Massachusetts, and we're right on the coast. Um, sw both Swampscott and Beverly, where I reside, um, are great coastal towns. And so anywhere you go, you can immediately get access to the ocean. But then we also have a lot of open spaces here. Trustees of the Reservation, Mass Audubon, um, sort of being a little bit outside of the city, we have a lot of opportunities to engage in free spaces um, mm. that have a lot of beauty and feel very foresty. So, you know, connecting back to these things, um, it's so essential. I think food can be medicine and I think our plant friends and herbals can be medicine. So I'm not here to tout, you know, don't go to the doctor if you're not feeling well, but a lot of things can be healed through the use of food, through the use of plants. Mm. And that's why I'm so intrigued by having in 2020 an opportunity to work with Rebecca because, you know, not only does she have the psychology background, but she has a food background from the restaurant and oh, she yeah. has this great background being in the fields and planting and herbalism. So I think we're going to be able to combine all these things together to really start to talk to women about unpacking the whole way we, what's our relationship with food, what's our relationship with the media that's out there, mm -hmm. social media, um, what's our relationship to marketers telling us we should be wearing something that's very trendy because that's what they're trying to sell this year. Well, I loved it when you when we were talking, when we first met, and you mentioned The Devil Wears Prada, mm. that segment of that film where Meryl Streep is talking about the cerulean blue. 
Yeah, that's so poignant. Yeah. Her assistant, her, her intern, Anne Hathaway, um, doesn't really have a favorable response to the fashion industry, even though she finds herself at this publication. So she then is talking to the editor-in-chief about, well, who cares about this cerulean blue sweater? And Meryl Streep goes into this whole diatribe and breaking down how fashion controls what ends up uh, being out there for sale and how they get you to believe you should be buying whatever it is they're touting that yeah that season so we yeah we did kind of laugh and remark about how many of us at varying ages respond to the big call of the marketers out there and we believe that we should be wearing and dressing and moving in the way that they tell us that we should. And I want to break that. I loved your take on that mm -hmm. um, when you when you were talking about, but it's not about, I mean, fashion is wonderful. It's, another, it's artistic. It's an expression. But you were talking about like not, you know, you can go somewhere and, and see a piece of art and not have to have it. Right. She's like talking you can, about you my- You could appreciate it. My big, uh, like I take a <laughs> I stand it. on a soapbox. When you go to the MFA in Boston, because mm -hmm. we live in Boston, or the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, and you're there for an experience of art, and you see a Monet or a Renoir, and you're really moved by it, and it's an emotional experience, you don't go home and try to sit down and paint a duplicate <laughs> Renoir, or you don't get on eBay and try to buy a Renoir. I mean, it's just not... It's not really within the grasp of what most normal you, people... You wouldn't be moved to do that. Right. So you want to be inspired by the experience of being with the art. And Hulk Couture is the same thing. When you look at a fashion magazine or you watch a fashion runway segment from New York or Paris, you should enjoy it. You should love it. It should be entertaining and moving. And it should give you an emotional response that then inspires you to maybe... Incorporate a color you saw into your wardrobe or incorporate a fabric um, into your home decor. It should be a, a moment of inspiration, but not that you're going to live and die and breathe by what you saw on the runway and try to purchase it and wear it on your body because most of that stuff is wearable art. It's never going to be actually worn by the common person and in do you real really, life. Do you really want to feel like that model? Right. Like, we don't actually know what that model felt like walking down that runway and certainly we have our idea in our head of mm -hmm. what that would be like but you know i'm excited about our workshop and being able to take that idea and and break it down and figure out what it is what are you drawn to because certainly you could be drawn to you know if you are like a renoir you know, if you are that artist, you might go home and do that. Or if you see something on the runway, I have a dear friend, she's 14, Rhea, and she is always Hi, Rhea. Hi, Rhea. She's always drawing and designing and she wants to go to New York and that's what she wants mm -hmm, to do. Mm -hmm. But she has her own style and it's just, okay, that's that. But for so many women, it seems like that's what kind of how, where did what, we get that idea that right. we were supposed to look like that right and what drives us to 
to that end is is mostly out of our control and we're not even conscious about it. So Rebecca and I are going to use this opportunity in her beautiful space to raise awareness mm. about this, not to guilt anybody, not to Absolutely say that you're not. wrong, but just to unpack and open up the notion that maybe we're not acting in accordance with who we authentically are because we're being fed a lot of misinformation, marketing information. Um, people want to sell you things. That's the, you know, age old advertising. Yeah. You know, and from theme. my herbal, from my, you know, just knowing as someone who loves to go walking out in nature and, you know, I have a lot of plants that I'm interested in that I use daily, you know, whether for a tea or body care or, you know, just enjoyment and love. Um, but I'm always looking, you know, noticing the plants, noticing what's out there. And sometimes I'm foraging. And oftentimes if I go into a department store <laughs> and I see women going, mostly women, men do too. I, racks, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that people yes, going through racks and racks of clothes. And I'm wondering like, what, what are we really looking for? And I think somewhere it's in our DNA, to especially be the, hunters, the women. gatherers, foragers. Yeah, the yeah. men being maybe more the hunters, but the women definitely had to be out there, had to be out there looking and foraging. So yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering how that connects. And just, I love this whole dialogue. I think we'll have so much fun with it. And I want to break it down a little bit for those of you who are listening that is that are maybe thinking, oh, this is very esoteric. This is very heady. <laughs> I don't understand why I would go to a workshop like this. And I hate that term workshop. I'm going to try to reframe that myself. Play I'm shop. Check myself, yeah. <laughs> fun shop. Um, we have this beautiful space that, that Rebecca is in. So immediately the space is going to be grounding, safe, and connecting. Mm -hmm. And we're going to sit in circle as women. And this is open to women of any ages. So the older women, I'm going to put myself in that category, who hold some wisdom, will hold space for the younger women who can maybe teach us a thing or two about what they're really experiencing in today's modern and contemporary culture. So we'll be able to span any age. Yeah. Um, we'll we're going to focus it on women because that's who I work with predominantly, but we're not excluding anyone. So if there's a man or someone who identifies as woman, you know, if there's someone who's really moved by this work, we want to invite you in. But, you know, our Absolutely. target has is kind of women-based. And I think what we'll do is we'll have some guided meditation Rebecca is yes. very skilled in this to set the stage. We'll pose some questions and have people spend some time journaling in a very simple notebook. Um, and then we're going to spend some time sharing and those who do not want to share can listen and hold space. Um, people who have journaled and might want to you know, share something with us, an insight. Uh, we'll be sharing what we feel. And so there'll be some really nice dialoguing. And then we'll have some herbal teas. Oh, yes. Um, we will we'll be communing with the plants yep. as well. And then we'll have access to some of the products that Rebecca has in her space. Um, because I think also back to marketing and selling. Mm. I think a lot of people are being sold on 
very expensive and very chemical-based creams and makeups, and this is going to make you look younger and brighter and fresher. And again, not that those things are are bad in any way, but we have some uh, more natural alternatives that we'll just have there on hand to introduce yeah. um, that might be a way to look at that whole product base in a more natural, sustainable way. Yeah, I like that. Being thoughtful about how we care for ourselves and yeah, how how to make feeling good a priority. Right. Self-care. And, and to yeah, and to and to sample the difference. You know, and really experience it's so experiential. You know, the Friday night facials that I do at the cottage. Mm-hmm. It's so experiential. People are not sure what they're getting into and it's actually set up it's a it's a big long table it's set up like a meal and uh this is my restaurant background <laughs> love it it's bringing people to the table yeah. community sharing inclusiveness yeah yes. and coming to the table and really being able to experience the plants in all different ways like a marine face mask but the best part is people putting together their own herbal steams and we do a face steam after the face mask. And it's, it's to me, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. It's beautiful to smell and it's beautiful to watch. And this is just whole plant, very simple preparations. And to see and witness, to, to witness um, people experience, experiencing plants, maybe some for the first time. Sure. Some may not have even had herbal tea. And just a, it's just a beautiful, gentle way to experience the plants. It's not a medical model. It's not a high selling model. I mostly want people to, you know, come in community. Yeah. Yeah, And be in community with nature. So what Rebecca is describing, she's got going on right now on Friday night facials. We're going to take that model because we know Mm -hmm. it works and we're just going to shift it slightly to incorporate this larger discussion. Just to dial back a minute, uh, away from Rebecca for one second, when I did this work with the Healing Center in Beverly, which again, if you go to episode three and you want to re-listen to Catherine and I talking about it, because Catherine is a yoga and Reiki professional, we came at it through those modalities. Mm. Um, And so she has a community and there is a community of people out there that love that kind of work. So we were able to have this discussion in that framework. Um, Then again, with Lisa Nichols, who is also an amazing woman, she is a Reiki practitioner, a tarot card reader. She does many things, but she's done maybe 30 years of work around the goddess divine feminine. So we capitalized on Lisa's, you know, in-depth knowledge about how to bring forward your own divine feminine, your own goddess energy. And we did that, you know, once at her, at her place in February of last year. So I'm hoping to be re-invited back to these women to do that there while working with Rebecca bringing the plants in. So the conversation, I guess what I'm trying to say in this long-winded Lisa kind of way is the conversation can show up in a lot of different constructs that feel comfortable for people. So if you're not feeling super comfortable with herbals, you know, there may be other ways to engage in this work with these other practitioners. But for those of you interested in plant-based, floral essence, you know, teas, tinctures, this is going to be a way to like dabble in that and also 
kind of dabble in some of the hard concepts that we have constructed upon ourselves because of this messaging we get. I love social media. That's how I found Rebecca. But there's a cut to social media, a very cutting, not as functional um, way that it shows up in people's psyche. Uh, And I, I, again, I don't want to be gender biased, but I think with women, Mm. More so than with men that I speak to, they look at images on Instagram, for instance, um, and they really believe that they should look this way. And I sort of say to them, but those are doctored photos. They're, they're very curated photos. They might be Photoshopped. Um, they might use those filters to make them look even better. So that may not be how the person looks in reality. And then you're trying to emulate that look so it's something we need to unpack yeah i like that um again not to make someone can look a certain way but we really don't know is that person happy is that person having fun um are they enjoying their life right because that's the key now it seems that you have a gift and i'm 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 so interested to have you come to my closet (laughs) but what i love about that because i can't even imagine i mean i like this discussion Mm -hmm. um i think this topic holds great interest for me and then looking you know finding out more about what you do I I can't even imagine like having the confidence like you have a certain a confidence uh, because you've Mm -hmm. been doing this for a long time to be able to go into someone's closet and how do you find the treasures (laughs) that's so you know I do many 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 services folks um I don't always have to be in your personal space but one of the ways I feel like I deliver the most value to you you get the biggest bang for your buck is when you allow me in and invite me into your closet so that I can show you all the treasures that are there and ways to reimagine the combinations of what you have Mm. so you end up shopping in your own closet You end up not spending a lot of money because you're obviously paying me. This is a service, but you're gaining maybe 30 new combinations that you never thought of with what you already own. And we'll sometimes need to edit out some things that no longer serve you, which we then find a great way to donate them. Um, And we might have a short list of three or four things that I call the glue that if you went out and bought them would make it all easier. So it's about owning your authenticity. It's about honoring what you've already bought and finding a way to make that work better. It's about reducing your footprint overall because you're going to start buying less and using more of what you already own. I love that. And making it fun. Like people say, oh, Mm. this sounds like a lot of work. I don't know if I should hire you to come to my closet. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see feeling very comfortable with you. And I just love that confidence that you have. And it's taken me a long time to develop this because before I could do it for my clients, I had to be able to do it for myself. Yeah. And at some point about 20 years ago, I said, this is the body I have. This is the look I've been given. And instead of fighting against it, I'm going to embrace it Mm. and I'm going to figure out what works for me. I'm going to forget trends. I'm going to forget what well-meaning friends and close family have to say. And I'm going to define my own signature style. Beautiful. Be damned. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. So what that means is really having agency in this area. So someone will yes. gift you something. You want to be gracious. You want to be wonderful toward the giver, but that might not fit your repertoire. So you find out a way to either swap it out at a clothing swap give it to someone, donate it. You don't put it in your closet and kafetch, if you'll let me use that that <laughs> very technical you term. <laughs> you know, kafetch about, oh, it doesn't work. I try to wear it. It's not right. You know, being able to have agency around and boundaries around what you're wearing, what you're doing, what you're buying, because you now understand yourself so well and you've got a signature look. And you use that word boundaries. I hear that a lot in conversations. Well, like being in your able to psychotherapy, have, you being must able to have hear boundaries it. and mm-hmm. um, feeling safe. So I had a client mm-hmm. just the other day, and I don't want to name her because I don't want to start a family feud. But um, you know, she said to me, and and I've met her family; they're wonderful people. But they all have an interest in what she should wear and how she should look, and they tell her what to do and what not to do, and not in any kind of a bad way, a very loving, sisterly, motherly way. But I said to her, you know, maybe it's time for you to create a boundary and figure out what works so that you don't alienate them and the fun of shopping with them or, you know, listening to what they have to say, but creating a boundary around, hey, I got this. I I, I got my own. Yeah. Stylist so there's not I'm an developing. opening for them to get yeah, in, and yeah. so and just so in to some ways more self doubt for this person. Yeah, and in some ways she may be opening, she may be leaving space open for that, and even unaware of that. So I can see, I can see you being so helpful in that, and and I love the idea of slow fashion. Yes, and, and you were saying social media, you know, has both negatives and positives, like any other thing in life. You know, it's mm-hmm. all we're ambivalent about everything, but really thinking about the pros of social media and being able to connect with other people who are producing fiber. Yes. Um, I've been able to connect with people who die with plants. That's yes. another aspect of the herbalism I practice is. Yeah, natural based. Oh, it's so fun. Die for yarn and for fabric. Yeah, and then, you know, some people love to sew. Some people love to knit. If you understand, though, how much time that takes to either get that wool or grow that cotton or hemp or get that linen and um, have that be woven. It's, it's, it's fascinating when you, when you can think about like, where is everything coming from? Where is everything coming from? And then where does it go when you're not no longer using it? Like, can we change that? I agree. Everyone should learn how to do a knit hat, a simple knit hat, because that will give you like an insight into how long it takes to produce something and you'll start to question more of the fast fashion that's out there yeah just it's interesting we're going to start to wrap up a little bit but i want to just hit on a couple of points so i want everyone to be watching for the announcement for adorning the body positive with Rebecca Ingalls and I at the Palmer Pond Botanicals on Canal Street in Salem. We'll be soon to release the dates of that. Um, We also, when we were forest bathing and taking photos in the forest, you'll get a chance to actually see us now that you hear us. (laughs) We'll be releasing some of those photos and just showing you the joy of being out in nature, being around plants and trees and, and us being together. I think when we do this event 
trying to wean myself off the workshop word. When we do this event, I think you'll see the spirit that we're coming to it at that's authentic. And I think you'll be wanting to just hang out with us for, for that amount of time. So you can find Rebecca on RebeccaIngles.com. She has a Facebook page called Rebecca Ingles. Um, you can also find the specifics about Palmer Pond Botanicals on the PalmerPond.com website. And she has presence with Palmer Pond Botanicals on both Facebook and Instagram. So there's lots of ways to follow us and there's lots of ways to engage. And we both would welcome on our social media sites uh, any comments you have about today or drop them down here in the podcast and anything you might want to see us incorporate into the gathering. So if you have a great idea, don't hold on to it. Share it with us because we don't have all the answers. Although with a resume like Rebecca Ingalls, no, she really don't. does have we a lot of We don't want to have all the answers, but we do want to have the questions. Yes. And um, do run up to Andover and have a great meal at Palmer's Restaurant and Tavern. And I think that that's oh, going to wrap you. it up for today. I just want to shout out a huge thank you to my producer, Jay Foss, who's also become my friend. And uh, if you're thinking of doing your own podcast someday, I strongly advise you reach out to Jay. He's amazing. To find out more about Lisa's sustainable style, check out lasswardrobe.com.